Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Pretty big, tragically hip fan in the Chatham-Kent area. The Chatham-Kent police reporting the same person is wanted for stealing a tragically hip framed record not once but twice from a grocery store. What? You know, when have you seen them? I know in Canadian Tire, sometimes they have them. It, it, it's like a framed memorabilia. Yeah, it'll be like a Bobby Orr thing or something. Sure, it, hockey or yeah. comic book movies. They have tragically hip ones where it is a picture of the hip with... Uh, copies of handwritten lyrics on it. They look really cool. Yeah, and you can fill it like a silent auction ballot, yes. put a bid down in them. It's an auction. This was an auction that uh, the proceeds go to the Children's Miracle Network. <laughs> this guy went in there, he stole the uh, the frame, and then he came back a couple days later, they had replaced it, and he tried to steal it again. <laughs> so <laughs> the cops caught him and arrested him. <laughs> Like, you think, how many of those do you need? Yeah. I wonder if he had one already and he's trying to, you know, the the least amount of memorabilia. That, or, like, if you have, the rarer the amount of memorabilia, the more value it is. So I wonder if he already has one. He's trying to destroy the other versions of it to sell his own. He doesn't want other people to have the same artwork hanging on their wall. Yeah. So he can be a true original? You're not displaying three of these in your house. Cops say the value of them is around 450 bucks. So if you are uh, bidding, that's what the police are saying. <laughs> Max out at 450 for a great cause there. Mm-hmm. That guy what a, returns a couple days later and tries to steal her again. <laughs> you have the right to remain stupid! <laughs> well, we're getting a bunch of text messages now about those pictures, the silent auction memorabilia pictures that you see in stores. Here's one. Taz and Jim, I want a silent auction of a tragically hip framed picture with handwritten lyrics at a local grocery store. A word of warning, every bid wins. Three of us from work all bid on it, and we all got called as the winners. And we all bid different amounts of money. It's a scam, in my opinion. Huh, okay, because I thought this was like a rare, one-of-a-kind right. type thing. But they just have like 20 in stock? Anyone who bids on it ends up winning. They have a minimum bid, and if you bid over the minimum bid, then you get a call saying you're the winner, but they're calling everyone else saying you're the winner too. Uh, so you're not. you're definitely not a winner, for no. sure, yeah. You're not, and you're not getting a one-of-a-kind yeah. item. You're buying something. And how about those people? Like, if somebody is trying to win this thing, they bid $200 more than the guy before them, and... They pay twice as much for the same thing. They get the same thing. That is pretty deceitful. Yeah, I get that it's going to charity. They're for charity, a reputable charity, Children's Miracle Network, but it's a pretty deceitful way to get donations. Yeah, it's disingenuous at the very least, because you'd think... it, it kind of has the silent auction vibe. Right. And when you go to a charity event, you know, you fill out the silent auction thing. The, the top guy, the top person yeah. gets the prize. They don't, there'd be a riot if at one of the charity events we did, we did an auction and then we said, okay, well, thanks for the $2,000 for this hockey jersey. We've got 10 more and anyone who bid is going to get one. Yeah. And the guy's like, I should have just bid $40. I would have got it anyway. That's BS. Just be aware of that if hmm. you're if you're bidding on these one of a kind memorabilia 
framed prints in stores, be careful because at least a couple of them, every bid is a winner. Hmm. If you like it, bid low. Yeah, right? still, I mean, still make a donation, but lowball them. They should just put a price on it. Yeah. If you want this, this is how much it costs, and yeah. here's where the money's going. Because that is kind of shady. The other way they're doing it. Maybe this guy, maybe this guy figured out the scam they're running, <laughs> and he was just angry, so he went to steal a couple of the. To get uh, a little more value for the the dollar that he spent on the auction. Literally to prove that they have a ton of these in stock. Maybe. Wow. Wanna see you peacock, your peacock. Peacock's off time for sports, Taz and Jim. It'll be interesting to see how the Portland Trailblazers do in Boston against the Celtics tonight. Because they had a bit of a traumatic experience yesterday. Uh, Some of the team members... Got stuck in an elevator for 30 minutes. <laughs> Can you imagine? The biggest dudes in the <laughs> yeah, world. Just filling that elevator right up. In an elevator. Hey, yeah, stuck in an elevator, We haven't, um, we don't Yo, know what's going stuck, on. man. We got stuck in an elevator, man. We're in a survival mode. We're in a survival mode. We're in a survival mode. Have you ever been stuck in an elevator, Jim? Thank God, no. I have. Have you? For it ha- was probably like eight or nine minutes. It felt like two hours. Yeah. Who were you stuck in there with? Uh, Sherry, who used to work. Oh, at. yeah. That was, that was maybe three or four years ago. But we did the same thing. We started posting on social media. Mm-hmm. At least you have contact if you have your phone and the elevator shaft isn't too dense. Yeah. You can get a signal in there. You can call the outside world now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, elevators, decent size, and I'm not that claustrophobic, but I feel like after a half an hour, the walls would start oh, closing quickly, in on you. quickly. Quickly, it starts to get a little dicey. Yeah. There. You know, every once in a while you hear a story about a guy stuck in an elevator over the weekend or something like that. It's like the last right. elevator ride on a Friday and they find him Monday. He's drank his urine for 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't happen to the trailblazers. It was 30 <laughs> minutes. At least I don't think anyone drank their own urine. Uh, the Celtics uh, have, may have a slight advantage tonight and they need it because the team's not doing great. Maybe this was a team building exercise. <laughs> The coach set it up. <laughs> that prompted Megan to give us a call. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. You say you've got a funny stuck in an elevator story to tell us. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, so it was about 12 years ago. So before, you know, like everyone still had cell phones at that point, but they weren't as efficient as they are yeah, now. Yeah, you're not posting on Instagram and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, no, back not then. at all. Um, so I get stuck in the elevator as I'm on the way to my aunt's wedding, which I was supposed to be the photographer for. Uh-oh. Because that's kind of like my side gig. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just stuck in the elevator. All of my cousins, my family members, they all leave. They have no idea. You're the I- only one in the elevator. Yeah, no. So I left a little bit earlier than everyone else, right? To get there beforehand. Is this an apartment building or a hotel? There's a hotel in Niagara Falls. Okay. Uh, so I go, like, I leave a little bit earlier than everyone else. No one notices that I'm just, like, missing, that there's an elevator stuck. Everyone else leaves, goes to the wedding, it proceeds. 
I'm stuck oh in this elevator God. for an hour and 35 minutes. Okay. That's a, that's long enough. Did it feel like four hours? It felt like forever. Uh-huh. With 12 people. 12 other people. Oh, you weren't alone God. in there. It was, it was so packed. Like, everyone was just like, yeah, let's go. So we all just jammed in this elevator, and then it got again stuck. Oh, my God. And were any of the other people wedding guests? No, they were not. Uh, there was uh, a child, uh, twelve, like a 12-year-old, his grandmother. It was his birthday. He was really bummed out about missing his birthday party, so he was crying. Uh-huh. <sighs> there was a couple from Texas. They were hammered. And <laughs> they were hilarious. And uh-huh. I, I love how you got to know everybody. I guess you had time. What else are you going to do yeah, except... So much time. Um, and then there were just like a few other random people who were there just like gambling and having fun for the weekend, like being, you know. And what, what happened with your aunt? Did you see the ceremony or did you miss the whole ceremony? So by the time I showed up to the wedding, they were signing the papers. Oh, no. Did somebody yeah. else take pictures for you? Yeah. On their Motorola Razor? <laughs> yeah. Um, someone else stepped up and like took some photographs for them, but... It was just, it was so ridiculous. By the time the fire department showed up and got us out of the elevator, the uh, the drunk couple from Texas pretended that they were having a panic attack, and they got everybody free stays at the hotel. Oh, nice. The tech, that is such a great American thing. They know how to sue, you know, and That's they know right. how to scam Put, the make system. Make a scene and get everyone yeah. free hotel stays. I love it. So if you ever get stuck in, the, in an elevator, I guess the moral of the story here, Megan, is pretend you're having a panic attack and you might get something free. That's right. So the entire time in the elevator, this couple is just drunk, having a great time, chatting it up. As soon as we get out, the woman is like, oh, my God, that's... That was ridiculous. I can't breathe. I can I couldn't breathe. I'm traumatized. And then everyone got their hotel for free. For That's free. awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, was your aunt mad at you or once she heard the story she was um, cool? Once she heard the story she totally understood. At first everyone was like, Where the heck is she? But uh it, it worked out and nice. um, I mean, three hotel rooms, so you can't really go wrong. <laughs> Those hotel rooms aren't cheap. Well, maybe they are if you're staying at a hotel where the elevator doesn't work. (laughs) And this is good. We're able to connect early. Yes. We're good to go here. Okay. Uh, A couple days ago, we saw an article online. It was um, about a Donald Trump impersonator along with a Kim Jong-un impersonator who, ahead of this summit that's going on with the actual Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un today in Vietnam, they were... uh, they were detained by Vietnamese authorities for creating a ruckus over there. They were walking around, holding hands, kissing, hugging, and putting on a bit of a show. Uh, Vietnamese authorities didn't like it, so they detained both of these lookalikes. Now, one of the guys were like, that dude is from London, Ontario. That's billionaire Donald. Yeah. We've met him before. He's done a lot of Donald Trump uh, work in this area. We had no idea he was in Vietnam. And live from his Vietnam hotel room, I think we've got billionaire Donald here. Good morning. That's right. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> wow, <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Good. So, billionaire Donald, what the heck is going on? What are you doing in Vietnam? Who Is this something that you decided to do on your own, or did someone hire you to do this? 
Well, we've done it as a, as a myself and uh, Howard X is the guy's name, and he does uh, Kim Jong Un impersonator. So we came over for the summit, and uh, we've made quite a stir here. Um, like, are you get, are you getting paid like, to do this? Oh, well, there's some there's some ben- financial benefits down the road. Yeah. Okay. But, good. Uh, yeah. 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 It is good. And um, so, so Howard looks very much like uh, Kim. Kim. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's there's hundreds and hundreds of people. There's reporters. Like it's just it's a media frenzy here around us. This is before the uh, real dignitaries arrived. And um, the it wasn't the Vietnamese government so much as the North Korean government didn't like Howard, like our Kim, because mm-hmm. he looks so much like the real one. Yeah. Now we think, as much as I've been able to find out from some uh, journalist friends of mine. We think that uh, it's coming right from Kim himself. So they put pressure on the Vietnamese government to kick him out, which they did. So he's gone. He, um, he had to leave the country. He's gone. He's in Singapore having a margarita or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they got rid of him. But billionaire Donald, yeah. you are still in Vietnam, correct? For some reason, they won't touch the Trump guy. But I do have these <laughs> escorts, these, uh, these two police guys that follow me around. Yeah, Trump loves nice. his escorts, as we all know. Uh, yeah, well, we, <laughs> um, yes, he does. Um, but not this weekend. Um, let's see. Um, They're following you around? They to make sure you're safe? For my own safety. Yeah, to keep me safe, yeah. So when you first got to Vietnam... Yeah, it was a communist country, so... I'm sorry? When you, when you first got to Vietnam, did you guys just go to like local landmarks and start holding hands and stuff, or what? How did you cause a well, stir we, when you we, first got there? No, that was a relationship that developed. You know, those those kind of <laughs> love things just don't happen. <laughs> but you guys were kind so of parading when, around the town, you know, and getting we a lot were of attention, parading. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been on every every news outlet in the world pretty well, like Reuters, and we're in Australia. I've got friends from Australia that've seen us on TV and. Friends in England calling, um, Russian TV. I'm doing interviews like mad here. Okay, so you're and, uh, you're detained by the authorities. Did you get thrown in a jail cell, or what exactly went down? Because we were worried down, about you, people, billionaire Donald. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's the fake news. Um, um, friends from London are calling me saying, are you okay, just like you did. And, no, we, we did a show. The Vietnamese state-run television station called us. And we raced over to do this TV interview. And as we're leaving, getting in the elevator, 15 um, um, immigration guys come in. Jeez. And they want to talk to us. Uh-oh. So we sit in this nice lounge with couches and stuff. They're not letting us go. So technically we were detained, but... Um, you didn't get thrown in a prison place. cell or anything like no, that. No, no, there's no Wi-Fi in jail. So, so we weren't in there. Um, we, uh, so we were detained, but we weren't in any danger ever. Right. Um, but the pressure's coming from the North Koreans. Must so have been scary. They got rid- yeah, were you nervous you for a second? Where there? we are, it's like, I'm sorry? Were you, were you nervous for a second? No, not really. No, we've done <laughs> nothing wrong. We've broken no laws, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Be, they don't need any sort of international uh, scandal at all. Even so. when I don't break a law and I'm in Mexico or something and I see a police officer, I'm like, eyes straight forward. Yeah. When you're in another yeah. country, you, you never yeah. know how their legal system works, right? It's Well, this one's a very flexible legal system. If they want you out, they'll get you. <laughs> so, Well, what are you um, going to do now? Because the summit is happening with the real Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un today. I know. Do you have plans well, doing, for the day? I'm doing nightclub appearances and I'm doing... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm doing. I, I'm going to a lot of restaurants, and people are are pretty much paying for my meals, and there's a little uh, re- compensation there too. Yeah. And I'm um, eating like a king. I'm going to discos and. <laughs> and and it's it's great. <laughs> Everyone um, wants billionaire Donald. You're in high demand. It's true. I am. I'm very popular. When are you coming um, back to to London, Ontario? Never. I'm coming back on <laughs> March the first. Um, and um, I'll be there. I'll be doing Caesar Fest on May 11th in London, Ontario. Oh, nice. And Scotty's doing that. Yeah. So. May 11th, Caesar Fest. Um, but you got to understand. Hanoi is such a beautiful city. The people are friendly, terrific, uh, and there's a buzz. There's a real energy about this summit, right? It's the most important thing that's happened to this town, and uh, it's good. It's really good that's happening. Okay, well, we're feeling better about your situation because we heard detained Vietnamese authorities, the North Koreans are involved, and we instantly thought the worst for you, billionaire Donald. We don't want one of our London, Ontario guys, you know, locked up for the next 20 years in, in a foreign prison. 20 years, wow. I know I know that you would race right over. Yeah, uh, you I'd be there to help bail you. me out. I'd, yeah, I'd, we'd write like a We Are The World song the for you, try to get you released. Except it'd probably be in Pyongyang, you know, Kim's prison. And that <laughs> yeah. would be pretty serious. Exactly. If you see the real Kim, stay away from him, because he has, like... Yeah. He, 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 I'm trying to meet Donald, right? But they won't let me near the near the, the venue where he is. Like Are, aren't you worried about getting assassinated sometimes, though? You know what I mean? No, but there are apparently assassins running around Hanoi. <laughs> like, for real. Um, um, yeah, I'd be no, nervous I'm not, I'm looking like either. Donald Trump, because there's people who love him, but there's people who don't. Yeah. Oh, everybody loves me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all love you, billionaire Don. Yeah. All right, um, well. Anyway, everything, everybody's safe here. We're having fun. Um, there's a million stories. Uh, we we'll get some when you get back to London, okay? We'll contact you when you're we home, will. and we'll get you in studio here. Because you do, you look just like Donald Trump, and I know you've done a lot of work, and I'm sure you've got some great stories to share, but we're just glad that you're doing okay over there. Billionaire Donald, Trump impersonator from London, Ontario, was detained, <laughs> not arrested, and he's living like a king over in Vietnam right now. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.